Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Metal Gear Mondays, the Games Club podcast where we talk about all things Metal Gear, top to bottom, left, right, inside, and out. As always, I'm your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this week, I have the same fucking idiots that I have with me every week. Yo, what did yeah. you expect? That's pretty harsh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fuck down. That's pretty... Uh, <laughs> introduce yourselves. I'm James, and I'm sad, because Alessio's I'm a bully. I'm Sam. I'm Sam, and I'm mad that Alessio's a bully. <laughs> And I'm Isaac, and I'm indifferent. <laughs> I thought Isaac was gonna be like, and I'm glad Alessio's a bullet. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, so it's been a great season. We've been covering the Peace Walker, uh, t- Peace Walker titles. We've been covering Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, um, and it's been a while since we've done a listener roundup response episode. Um, so we culled through a bunch of responses that we received. Thank you guys so very much, and picked some of the ones that we thought would make for some interesting conversations. Um, and as always, please feel free to submit over Facebook, um, Twitter DM. Uh, you can message the at metal gear Monday account, um, with, uh, with anything like you don't have to, like we don't have to follow you back to, to, for you to DM us. So feel free to DM us. Um, and likewise, you can just email me at AC summerfield at gmail.com and I will get it. Um, but yeah, so we've collected all those boys and we are ready to read some emails, Facebooks, Twitters, all that jazz. Um, real quick before we do that too, though, I wanted to make mention that, uh, we had a couple listener responses asking if we were ever looking for hosts. Um, if you sort of guest hosts, if you are a listener who wants to be on the show, there's actually a Patreon tier, um, for that to occur. Um, I know in the past we kind of experimented with having people on, um, and primarily uh, we want to sort of create a little bit of a funnel to curate that, um, just to make sure that um, we make sure that we get good representation on here, and we make sure that we uh, have folks that um, have proper recording equipment and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, let's get us started. Sam, do you want to take this first one? Yeah. So we're doing Craven Knights here. Good boy, Craven Knight, friend of the show, oh, long time well, listener. Well, well, first off, uh, we got what's the shout out you have here? Oh yeah, <laughs> I wanted to. I just wanted to have a special shout out to uh, Jeremy Greer uh, of Days of Future Cast, um, which is an X Men mm. podcast, um, and of Bonfireside Chat, Rip and Peace Bonfireside Chat podcast mm. fame. Uh, Jeremy uh, podcast with the Duck Feed TV guys, um, but we every once in a while we'll talk to each other on Twitter, and he's always really kind about sharing podcast stuff. Nice, thanks, um, Jeremy. And I think honestly, we probably have a bunch of listeners from Jeremy sharing Metal Gear Monday. Hell Friday. yeah. So um, yeah. I've asked him in the past if he wanted to be on the show as a guest, um, and I believe he told me he'd only played, like, one of the games all the way through, and it was, like, three, uh, and I think we had just finished covering three. He um, would have been perfect, well, Peace Walker. Well, there Friend is another po- another uh, Patreon podcast that we do. That's true. That actually might, might be pretty cool oh. to get him on for that. Delicious. Mm. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, so Craven Knight, good friend of the show. Uh, yes, very, good very. Of the show. He's been on, been on the show in the past. Yeah, and very talented uh, 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 costume designer, action mm-hmm. figure creator, super creative, awesome dude who also wrestles. Um, so, mm-hmm. so Craven's the shit. But anyway, Craven, Craven Knight is his uh, his uh, his kayfabe name. Yes, we. I don't think we yeah, know right. his real name, do we? I don't do think say so it on either. the show. I think it's just. 
I don't think so. Unless you did on the podcast that I, I don't remember. But anyway, <laughs> Craven writes in, Mr. Knight writes in, Hey, Alessio and MGM crew, I'm really digging the new episodes and format. Feels right breaking it up like this in seasons. Once again, I'm on a big MGS kick with making action figures and shirts and even indulging in theory videos online. I was wondering if you have seen any of the YouTube videos theorizing that Death Stranding is a prequel to Metal Gear Solid 3. The channel, which is uh, Python Sailcon HD, huh, that's a weird name for something, um, believes uh, Death Stranding's story involves the boss in the sorrow and that the baby is possibly Ocelot and the whole Konami and Kojima falling out is a ruse. It's ridiculous and overreaching, but fun to entertain as they analyze the trailers and MGS5 and PT content. Thanks for reading and take care. Um, and he mentioned he's been in, um, he's been in like, uh, action figure mode, um, uh, and shirt mode. So he sent us, he's, he makes like custom action figures and stuff like that. And he took a, uh, Captain America action figure and transformed it into snake, uh, uh, big boss. Yeah, it is really dope. And then he That's made awesome. uh, he he made a Lolly Lulelo shirt and an Outer Heaven shirt. Nice. And a, a cyborg ninja action figure, and they're all very cool. The cool thing about the action figures is that he's taking like Marvel Legends action figures of like mm-hmm. Captain America and Iron Man, and like repurposing them to be. Like that mm-hmm. fucking cyber ninja looks wonderful. Yeah, right. And that's an Iron that ninja, Man. That that ninja is an Iron Man. That's figure, crazy. Right? Yeah, it looks really good. It's oh, super yeah. good. And yeah, the shirts yeah, the are sh- really the high quality. Are fucking dope. So, um, yeah, any who's it, uh, real quick. So I do want to respond to this question. Um, uh, so (laughs) I'm a, uh, big fan of these Python Selkin boys on YouTube. Unless you recently got me into them and I'm now also very into it. Yeah. So it's, uh, P Y T H O N S E L K A N. I'm looking at it right now. Is it? Oh, I'm not looking at the letter. I'm looking like the at the actual oh, YouTube. Gotcha. So it's P Y T H O N S E L K A N H D. So it's Python Selkin. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I copied it over wrong. Sorry about that, Sam. Uh, in that mm-hmm. thing, um, but they're actually two Italian guys from Milan, I think, and they do a ton yeah. of theory videos. So it's funny that you mentioned the theory videos because they actually did not do the Death Stranding prequel to Metal Gear theory. That's another YouTube channel. Um, that one's like, I would honestly say that that sounds too outlandish for them. Like Python cell can go pretty outlandish. Um, but most of their shit is like, is Death Stranding Metal Gear Survive and PT all connected? Um, and so, like, they Not don't necessarily... Yeah, so it's, it is a little conspiracy-ish. Um, but it's pretty cool because they do reference a ton of real, like, hard-hitting... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, like, interview quotes and uh, articles and, like, a lot of... Uh, yeah, they go to a great length to, to connect all the things that they're trying to connect. And it, it it's, uh, it's a compelling case that they make for a lot of their stuff. Yeah, some of it's crazy. Like, there's a b- before Metal Gear Solid Five. If you're interested, I would look into like the Phantom Pain theories that they've got. Um, I don't want to say anything because it'll probably spoil it. Um, but they do go pretty hardcore to the point where like some of these videos are like fucking two hours long, uh, with them trying to like point at at citations and stuff. So, I I I am not of the opinion that Death Stranding and Metal Gear Solid Three are connected. <laughs> um, but I could easily see some sort of connection between uh, Death Stranding and 
previous Kojima games and the idea that PT Death Stranding, Silent Hills, and all this stuff is connected in any way bigger than just like iconography that Kojima is using, like the Kojima Konami thing being a ruse. Um, there's like 85% of my rational brain that's like, that's bullshit. And then there's like 15% of my rational brain yeah. that's like, I really hope that really that's the case. And it'd be amazing. And people's minds would be blown. Um, but I don't know. Uh, Isaac, Sam, are you guys, <laughs> do you guys give a shit about know, Kojima man. conspiracy here's, theories? <laughs> here's a, I love Kojima conspiracy theories. Here's the thing about this is that, um, I think that it's it's not a thing, but if it if it was a thing, I kind of wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, right. It's crazy. Yeah. One, especially like if you look at the MetaGearSolid.org website and like the Kojima Code book, like the the lengths at which Kojima like lied to Konami about the work that was happening on Metal Gear Solid Two, and like the lengths to which he like convinced them to do all these like fucked up marketing schemes and stuff, like. I think there's like a precedent that is set that like this man is crazy and can mm-hmm. like con- convince Konami to do crazy things. Yeah, but it's just like it almost feels like a bridge too far. Well, yeah, because it's like you, you're you're taking the conceit that like he had to convince them to disparage their own name yeah. over the course mm-hmm. of many years. Yeah, like would they go that far? And like I don't, I don't know, but they do have an interesting theory on here talking about um, Arkojima and Sony. And um, the actors from Death Stranding potentially working together to make a film um, outside of Death Stranding um, and connecting, like, a film component to Death Stranding as a game. Um, and oh, they actually cite, like, possible. all kinds of really interesting yeah. interviews. The, the Death Stranding cinematic universe? Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, again, a lot of their stuff's really speculative, but I think they're pretty uh, upfront about it being speculation stuff. Mm. Right. So I like the idea... Of like the the main character being, or uh, it being around the boss and the sorrow, oh, yeah, the baby, and then the baby being also hot. That would be, but it's just like funny. the setting just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, in that setup. But yeah, if anybody's interested, every once in a while I'll post one of these Python Selkin HD uh, videos to the Metal Gear Mondays page. Um, I'm Nick Freda like makes fun of me all the time for even watching any of these fucking things. No, these things are so good. Um, there is a bunch of like random, like Assassin's Creed stuff on here too. Yeah. And some God of War stuff. And like, I don't know, like yeah. car shit. It's, are they uh, all like super far reaching or does it sort of like, no, they're pretty like, so, some of them are grounded. And then at the very end, we'll like say like, Oh, well, since we've, proven these things yeah. then what about yeah. this yeah. and you're like whoa oh. that's a little nuts but like there's there's interesting stuff to be seen in it right so yeah i don't know it's not alex jones level crazy cuckoo bananas but it is like over enthusiastic fans yeah. cuckoo bananas. it's all really thought out though and i think that like that's what separates it for me from like general conspiracy shit is like they cite their sources really really well it's cool yeah mm. Slick. On to the next one. James, yeah. would you like to read uh, Matt Smith's uh, baby email and then his much bigger email? And then yes. we'll have Isaac take an older email from Matt that I wanted yes. to include. So, this is from Matt Smith, and he says, I need to get my Peace Walker response in today, but before I do, I had to send you this in case you haven't seen it. And he links to a uh, some sort of game rant link that we're opening now. It says, uh, failed robbery made even funnier <laughs> using Metal Gear Solid music. Have you guys seen this video? 
Yes. I remember watching this video. This The video by itself is hilarious. Have you seen it? I have not seen it, no. Oh, hold on. I'm going to play it, and I'm going to lower the volume. Keep talking, yeah. Sam. Yeah, it's just really good. It's like, it's these robbers who are having, like, um, who are, like, trying to <laughs> do something. Like, they're on some type of drug. At least the guy is, because he gets tased in there and just gets right the fuck back up. So something's wrong with him. Um, and it's using, yeah, like, classic Metal Gear Solid 1. This like, really what was good. that noise? Yeah, they edited it with Metal Gear Solid sound effects and music, and it oh, made this is it, really like, good. A billion times better. It's beautiful. Yeah, wow. Isaac, have so you Matt seen this? Sent this to us. So I'm watching we, it right now. <laughs> so Matt spent this sent this to us. Uh, Nick Freda also shared this with us as well. Oh, yeah, good. I love the girl that just walks up to. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Even the gun sounds. So like when they shoot the taser at the guy, he uses like the, <laughs> yeah. the pistol sounds from the. That's really good. Um, at one point, so it's two robbers. The girl just like walks into the back of the building for some reason while no one's paying attention, and then she like well, climbs. She's yeah, what's going yeah, on here? She's trying to like, well, she's trying to do some solid snake shit. She's trying to escape <laughs> in the air ducts. But yeah, but what is she even doing work. back there? Like, I, just, I don't understand what either of them are doing. Like, what are they looking for? Well, the guy ran back there to like see if there was a back door, and she went back there. All of this. To, oh my god! Also, <laughs> that's fucking air vents. So weird, dude. Yeah, I think so. It's it's in Canada. Is that right? I'm, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad the the guard got help. I love that while the dude's getting choked out. Oh, jeez. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she just, hold on, she just oh fell through the... Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that she falls through the ceiling so, and then just gets whoa. up and walks away like and everything's cool. gets up, yeah. They're on something. They have Who's to that? Be. Yeah, I don't know. I love the sound effect oh. usage. I can't believe how easily Game she over. got up. Yeah, no, that's what I said. She gets up after that fall. He gets up after being tased. Like some, they're on something. Well, being tased is one thing. Falling from the ceiling is a whole other. Yeah, well, she slammed her back into like a. Have shelf. you ever been tased I would have before? Been down. That shit puts yeah, you being down. Being tased is fine. Oh, get out of here! No, it's not. Anyway, have you been tased before? I'm sure us watching a video and 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 like autopilot talking just made for some very compelling podcasts. Yeah, right. Pretty good. <laughs> I'll, I'll include the link in the. Uh, in the show notes for you guys to check out. It's pretty yeah. great. So here is Matt Smith's actual response. He says, I'm excited for the Peace Walker season. I know it's one of, if not your favorite Metal Gear game. I don't have a lot of experience with the game or a whole lot to say about it, but I think the game's look and feel... Oh, you're moving. I think the game's looks and feels great. I love the story and the artwork. There's a lot of great things about this game. You said it before and it's so true. This game nailed the balance between the missions play and mother-based management, unlike MGS5. Uh, the bad thing about it is when I play it on a console, it's obvious that it was made for portable. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. even a knock on it, it's just how it is. It reminds me of when you and Cameron would play certain games on your Vitas. It seemed like you guys would occasionally come across parts uh, where not being on a console maybe lessen the experience a bit. To me, it feels way too easy. The missions seem kind of compact, like a bunch of VR missions. A lot of missions are just a few guards and crates between Snake getting from point A to point B. It doesn't have much of anywhere or anything to explore. The other thing I'm not a fan of is with the supply marker, I feel like it makes it really easy to just blast your way through a lot of areas and missions and boss fights. Oh yeah, right when you're about to get it in the heat of a battle with a boss, you get to go back to the menu to prepare and change your loadout. Like I said before though, there's a lot to love about this game. I had a good time playing it solo, I imagine the co-op play would add even more to it. I guess my biggest gripes would be the difficulty, the point A to point B funneling, and being taken out of the moment right before the boss fights. I do have fun on the missions. I can't be Snake Bean, Red Lobster, as I call him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me send a picture of Red Lobster. And there's a picture yeah. of Red Lobster. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's just an MSF dude named Lobster with like a red, uh, <laughs> red fatigues on. 
And it's, uh, uh, whoa, whoa, Isaac! Uh, real, those, real quick, Isaac! Mask. Real quick, What's Isaac! Okay. Let's. Uh, no, I thought you were jumping in to read that email. Like real oh, quick, no. I was like, we got to respond. At Red Lobster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I agree. Um, like some of the game, the gameplay feels compact, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think that there was definitely a point where I was like. Aside from like some of the bigger set piece ones where I was like, okay, I kind of want to just like sneak by here real quick so I can get to the next cool fucking cutscene because mm-hmm. the story's so good. Yeah. And I think we we talked about it a lot on the show too, on the mm. show proper. Yeah. It's like once you can kind of come to terms with the fact that it's like, this is how this game plays. Right. I think it, it, it just kind of yeah. you ease in. What I will – I will disagree with the um – the uh the boss battle thing i i kind of actually with, with the way the boss battles in this game are structured solo i appreciated having the breather to prepare yourself for them yeah i agree yeah I and and then the, the other thing too is like i get i get that sorry i get um um like the supply drop can be um can make the missions really easy if you're if you are blasting through it um but the fact that they the fact that they um they do the carry counts in this game, I think makes them in boss battles necessary. It's, I don't yeah. think it makes the boss battles mm-hmm. any easier. Yeah. I guess they could have locked the supply markers out of non boss battles. Mm. But that would have yeah. been hell. Yeah. Actually, would've. literal hell. Do you use supply marker? <laughs> Did anybody use a supply marker outside of the boss battles? No, not really. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They would oh, lock I, them for I, non-boss I, see boss I thought you were saying the reverse. I was uh, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra difficult. <laughs> Tie one hand behind your back. Um, I, <laughs> Isaac, read this uh, Read this older email from Matt. This came in like beginning of June, but I think it's super cool, and I wanted to use this as like a talking point. Yeah. Um, I'll, one thing real quick, what I was going to say was like I agree with Matt that um, right before a boss fight, it like just takes you out of it so you can quote-unquote prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish – I mean I agree that you kind of need to re – re-up your your supplies but i wish they would have done it more fluidly instead mm-hmm. of like oh you're about to fight this this boss and then all of a sudden you're back at the base mm-hmm. um i don't know how they would do it but well the crappy part is like if you do your loadouts for the sneaking mission beforehand i don't mm-hmm. know how you would then easily transition into boss battle mode because it's like i gotta change my outfit i gotta right. change my yeah. weapons i gotta like yeah, call exactly. my mom brush my teeth like <laughs> yeah. come on <laughs> But yeah. yeah, again, I don't know how they would do it, but if it was more realistic, that would be primo. I guess the way to do it would be to like give you access to all of your weapons and all of your outfits all of the time, like Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah. But then you would just have like this huge fucking inventory at all times, <laughs> right? But yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we can move on if we want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Well, thanks for your permission, Isaac. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. This is uh, su- supposedly an older email from the same Supposedly. <laughs> like it's a conspiracy. Isaac, oh, what, <laughs> who like knows? On, on, on Python Selkin. responses. Python Selkin video next week is just like, is that really an old Matt email? Here's, <laughs> here's what we discovered. <laughs> um, he goes, and this is... I gotta read all this? All right. Hey, guys. Oh, bro. Um, I need your help. <laughs> well, it's quite long. My kids it love... Well let's, see. well, let's see if you can actually read it. Get out of here, Sam. Ooh. Uh, there, uh, right. Hold on. Context for James. So, this, so, real quick. This is James's first listener response episode. Yeah, y'all are fucking mean. Um, and uh, 
there was an episode many moons ago where Isaac literally could not read through. Like, it took <laughs> it so like long, our- and he kept tripping through it, and we just all died laughing the whole time. Yeah, it was like our second to last episode before we went on hiatus. Reading's hard. I yeah. get it. And Isaac, long email. What kind of display you got? Because I'm reading this shit in 4K, and like I got the whole email in one Jeez. screen. And oh, brag about oh, it. Jesus. I just saw it go past another page, and I thought it kept on going, but it's just one line on the next page. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All it's right. not even a whole page. It's at the bottom of this page. <laughs> oh, my God. Read the email. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matthews. Matt. I'm trying to fight for your honor. Matthew Smith. Here he goes. Hey guys, I need your help. My kids love video games. We're a gaming family. That's awesome. They're all into Minecraft, Fortnite, and Call of Duty, you know, etc. Um, I play with them a lot too because I love games as well. But they know when dad kicks back to play on his um, his own, he's playing Snake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. They all grew up around it. Uh, now I sat down today with my 12-year-old and asked him to play Metal Gear Solid 1 with me. He was willing, and he had he had a decent time. I'm sure it's hard for somebody used to today's games to go back uh, to those old graphics and controls, even though they're still pretty good. But he's 12. So it went as good as, as I could expect, I guess. I don't want to force anything on my kids. I don't want to be the old guy making kids watch Looney Tunes and shaking my fist telling them in my old voice, man. <laughs> my old man voice. <laughs> uh, they're better than cartoons these days. Um, but I would like to share this game with my oldest in hopes of explaining why I'm so obsessed with it and in hopes that he enjoys it too, all the while gaining some perspective on how games have evolved and how the key, how key the M- Metal Gear series has was in that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Anyways, to keep a long story short from getting longer, I was thinking about making my son a deal. Oh, hold on, hold on. Matt that's didn't have any typos in there. That's not even what it said. Yeah, there's been no there's been no typos. So yeah, all Matt think. wrote a perfect email. <laughs> yeah, perfectly legible and so, grammatical. Hold on, direct email. quote. Let me, to keep a long story from getting longer. Not to keep a long story short from getting longer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let me blow up this text real quick. I've got it. <laughs> my reading glasses on really uh gotta make my tea and get my blanket real quick. <laughs> I can get my bifocals. Let me call my son um. in here to read this to me. <laughs> Alright. Um anyways, the long story from getting longer. <laughs> I was thinking about making my son a deal. He plays through the Metal Gear games. It's summer break anyways, and I'll I'll buy him a PS4, which he desperately wants for Fortnite. Ha! I haven't bought a PS4 yet because honestly, I've just been waiting for Death Stranding to come out to get one. So my question to you is, what games would you suggest I have him uh, play through? I definitely want him to play through uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 through 4, but to me it gets hairy when I think about it. Uh, five. Uh, that takes some serious time, as can Peace Walker. Yes, that is very true. Um, I know I always bother you guys for random kind of advice, but I got to bounce this stuff off uh, my book club buddies. Oh, any ideas would be appreciated. What do you guys think? 
I like it. Like a he like did. a full two months or yeah, two months lock after him, this. Oh gosh, lock him, a, lock him in a cage and just force him to poop socket. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, he's he is uh he's young enough where his constitution he'll be able to bounce back. Is what I'm saying. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it builds character. I. uh yeah, I believe in my email response to Matt, uh, I told him that this sounded like a great idea, and that if I was a 12-year-old, I would have loved this. Like, if my dad sat me down and was like, play a shit ton of video games so I can yeah, buy right? you more video games, I'd be like, well, <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? What a deal. Woo! Um, so, A, you already get cool dad points. Um, yeah. B, uh, I think the one through four approach probably makes sense. Um, Honestly, though, like, you could probably, well... No, I guess, yeah, one through four, I think makes sense. And then what I would do is buy the PS4 for Ground Zeroes and Peace Walker. Or, excuse me, Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain. Yeah. And then, like, maybe just, like, you guys sit together and watch a video on Peace Walker. Or, spoiler alert, maybe make him listen to this on Peace Walker. Yeah, Ooh. you can do that. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Peace Walker is really fucking long. Peace Walker is long. Yeah, because one through four, each of the games is only like between like seven and twelve hours. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a good size for a game. So yeah, it's the I I love that that that's the deal that he's making. It reminds me of uh, how I got a PlayStation Two. My dad also made a deal with me, uh-huh. but his deal was, hey, I'm gonna go to the casino tonight. And if I win, I'll buy you a PlayStation Two. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of amazing, Hell yeah, actually. that's great. <laughs> Did he win? Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh yeah, so that's awesome. I think Metal Gear Monday's Dad of the Year award goes to yeah, Matt. Smith. Absolutely, um, that's awesome. So yeah. Also, Matt, since you wrote in with this Peace Walker shit from before, why don't you just tell your sit your child down and you you have a good old oral history storytelling session, and you just tell him what Peace Walker was about because you're playing yeah. through it right now. Tell him about Red Lobster. Fumbling <laughs> in the dark with Matthew Smith. <laughs> That's great. Um, so yeah, thank you, Matt. Um, I'll take this one real quick. Uh, Ethan Ethan Pearson via Twitter says, "Hey guys, I'm a big fan of the show, and I'm so glad you guys are back. I actually started listening to your show last May, and when I finally caught up to the most recent episode, it turned out to be the Long Goodbye episode. Fast forward almost a year, and I decided to go back and listen to some old episodes. And to my surprise, there there's a bleh, there's a brand new episode sitting there." It has definitely made my Mondays better and got me excited about going back and playing through the Metal Gear series again. As far as Peace Walker goes, I feel like it is an amazing game that gets lost in the shuffle for me because it was on the PSP and I couldn't play it till years later when they remastered it for the PS3. I compare it to I compare it to another series I really like, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Both Fuck yeah. Both games were excellent once I got to play them, but because I couldn't play them at the time, they came out they kind of lost the nostalgia that the mainline series had. Anyway, thanks for all you do, guys. Have a good one. Um, Sam, tell me more about this Birth by Sleep comparison, because I do want to play this game at some point. Um, birth, well, I mean, it's it's a, it's very similar. Birth by Sleep was a was a pretty critical, like, prequel wow. um, game. Yeah, isn't it like the I mean, fucking it, story that leads into Kingdom Hearts 3? Yeah, it actually just the, is a beat-by-beat beat remake of Peace Walker, but with <laughs> Disney characters. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. No, it's, it's the... It's, if you take all of the Kingdom Hearts games and line them up in sequence, um, Birth by Sleep is the first game in the sequence. What? That's crazy. Um, so yeah, prequel, that's what I've heard. It's the prequel to the to the whole series, and it was released on the PSP, much like Peace Walker was. 
Um, it wasn't numbered, so, you know, like Peace Walker, probably a lot of people, casual and mainline, didn't play it. Um, and then they did these um, HD collections from Kingdom Hearts, and they remastered the game and put it on PlayStation 4. So it's a, it's a very, very similar similar scenario to Peace Walker. Mm. Um, is there a way to play Birth by Sleep? It's on the HD 2.5, isn't it? Yeah, it's an HD 2.5, and then they released a, a full collection of 1.5 plus 2.5. Wow, that that's crazy. In. Yeah, I think I'm going to get that 1.5 plus 2.5 HD on PS4, and I'm probably just going to give James my 1.5 PS3 copy of all the Kingdom Hearts shit. Nice. Since he's right here. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, well, that's very kind <laughs> it's, of you. It sucks that the 2.8 <laughs> content's not on that complete yeah. PS4 yeah. collection. It's like I don't want to buy a complete collection and then buy a separate game for an additional forty dollars. Yeah. Like, but then, but the thing about it is, though, it's like two point eight has like the pre, like the d- direct prequel to three, and it also has the oh, more right. recent DS DS remaster on it. So it's kind of worth. The yeah, that's price true. For that are those one. are those games good? Yeah, should I check those yes. games out? Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts are great. Yeah, that's what I'm really? saying. I'm going to give you this one point five yeah. thing because it's well, like. <laughs> It's Kingdom Hearts 1, it's Chain of Memories that was the sequel to 1 that came out on Game Boy. I was Boy. a kid. So the, the mm-hmm. Chain of Memories was a Game Boy Advance yeah. card game, but yeah. they redid it with better graphics specifically for the collection. That's interesting. And then uh, there's a uh, uh, film version of, what's the game, Sam? Oh my god, Isn't Kingdom it? Hearts... It's three, three, five, eight days over two. Yeah, so the DS game, they just made it into like a two-hour movie okay. for you to watch or something. Um, but it's cool. So, like, yeah, if you play the 1.5 collection and then play the 2.5 collection, it's, like, everything you need to know up until 3. Wow. Essentially. And then you the 2.8 thing on PS4. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the, the 2.8 collection, the 3DS game on there is, like, the game that is right before 3. So gotcha. Which one is that? Is it It'll Dream Drop? Most, That's interesting. Yeah, Dream Drop Distance. It was, called, it was originally called... Uh, Dream Drop Distance for 3DS, and then it's just... Oh, know, I get it. I just got it. Thing. 3Ds. Dream Drop uh, Distance. Uh, mm-hmm. That's good. Three yeah. dudes sitting. Wow. I uh, No, I enjoy Kingdom Hearts. I think it's definitely one of those things, though, where it's like I kind of have to just like casually take my time playing through them. Yeah. Because like, I liked the first one enough to like hit... Like, I hit level 99 and got like all the dope shit. Wow. And... And I think I almost got all the trophies when I beat it. I just remember getting really frustrated with, like, the gummy ship levels. Yeah, the gummy ship sucks. But they yeah. update it in 2. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2, I've nice. heard, is, like, legitimately the best in the yeah. series. Well, Kingdom Hearts 2 took everything that was good about Kingdom Hearts 1, kept it, and then made all the bad things better. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, and 3 comes out soon. <laughs> Allegedly, so. yep, right? January. Yeah, yep. Is it? January is it, Wow. Damn. That's nuts. Yeah. There's finally a date. Wow. Welcome to the future, mm-hmm. We have Final Fantasy 15. We have Last Guardian. Kingdom Hearts 3 is almost coming out. Dude, like... The rapture can happen in the next year because we sure. got everything we need. Well, Steve, no, we haven't gotten Half Life Three yet. Uh, fuck fuck Half Life Three. Right. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> let me uh, let me read this tweet from Kevin real quick. Kevin, aka at Kevkot, K E V K O T twelve at via Twitter. Thank you, Kevin. By the way, um, I could never figure out the pause side mission. She plays Big Boss hard to get. I like that. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> Yikes, that's funny. I don't get it. Thank you, sir. Uh, so big boss, uh, big boss is also the, like big boss hard mode is like a difficulty setting in the metal gear series. Ah, that's funny. Um, I'll I'll read this next one. Shall I? Absolutely. This is from Tori Cortez via email. Tori says, just found your podcast maybe a month ago via mention from another podcast, the Fox cast and breezed right through the snake eater episodes. Sorry to say. 
I'm another fan of Snake Eater over Sons of Liberty. Don't be sorry, Tori. That's yeah, it's totally fine. fine. You can have your opinion because yeah. you're a human and we yeah. like people. You're a human. So. You're, a, you're <laughs> presumably an adult human with agency. So you can have opinions and they're perfectly valid yeah also spoiler alert because i've discovered this about myself every time we record episodes i think my favorite metal gear changes every time i sit down at this microphone <laughs> so uh because I, I i there are just things that i love about all of them i think but where's uh where are you at with survive uh get out of here that doesn't count <laughs> anyway tori continues um although sons of liberty was my introduction to the series and i'll always have a love for that game after the MGS3 episodes, I went back to the start and devoured the MGS1 and 2 episodes. I love what you guys do, and I'm grateful to finally listen to in-depth conversations about the best series known to video games. Dang. Oh, uh, hell yeah. What up? <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. I was a little bummed at the quick pace of the MGS1 coverage, so I was just wondering if you would consider covering the Twin Snakes and go into more detail this time. Also, I know you're feeling... Well, let's let's camp on that for yes. a second. We, uh, sure, we will. We... <laughs> we well, do you want to? We have we have addressed in the past on the show that we also are bummed about the quick pace of MGS one cover. Yeah. So and yeah. yeah. So one of the things that we eventually want to get to, and I don't. I was gonna like treat it like a nice little savory snack to pull out of our back pockets and be like, "We love you." Here was what we're doing. Um, but who made who made that? Who made those munching sounds? Was James? It's not it's Isaac. James. Oh. Whoa! Why are you did assuming it, me? I did it at the oh, same time. Make, you, I did you make both. Weird noises. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Anyway. But one of the things that we're just kind of planning on is like once we finish covering five and some of the other stuff that we've got planned, um, the goal is for like early next year um, to sort of do like an HD remaster yeah. of the podcast. Um, of the <laughs> and so when uh, James plays them for the first time, uh, we will talk about them. I don't think we will break them up in as much depth as we have before, but yeah. we're definitely going to do at least a Twin Snakes dedicated, like full blown episode. Because um, at one point we rele- we released an episode like a celebrating getting a hundred likes on the Facebook page. Yeah, episode. I think it's it still like on the feed. Goofy. It is. Yeah. It was just this real goofy thing we recorded while me and Isaac were both in St. Louis with with Alessio. So we'd like to do that seriously. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully these rumors of Bluepoint remaking Metal Gear Solid will come true and we'll be able to do that. Yep. But yeah, so we're going to redo MGS1. And I feel very much in my older age that Metal Gear Solid 1 and Metal Gear Solid 2 are of a piece. So like... It does kind of bum me out, Tori, to hear that you just played Sons of Liberty first without having played MGS1, um, because I almost kind of feel like you can't play two without having played one first. Mm. Um, not from like a, oh, you just won't get it, but like from a two exists to prey off of the expectations you have coming into mm-hmm. it after one. True. Yeah. It's very, um, it's very much, they it's like a, like the a gotcha. Yeah, like the yeah. theme of the whole game is just like, LOL, it's one again, but with a twist. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, case in point, Too Long Did Not Read, we are going to like HD remasterify the early coverage. A podcast. Yeah. How do you HD remaster yeah. a podcast? But it won't be well, like... Well, definitely get like, yeah, James do it, that's how. Yeah, you get James on it. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Sam? I'm sorry. I said, uh, I said, I mean, the audio quality is probably going to be better. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. That, 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 anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, uh, also, I know your feelings on the Phantom Pain, but could you give your listeners who haven't haven't played it yet, myself included, a brief one rundown, tips, etc. Maybe as a side off, even S- spoilers. Yeah. Um, I'm hesitant to start the game because I love the main story so much, and it sucks that the Phantom Pain doesn't include much story. But I can't not play, right? I'd be just be interested to hear your thoughts on it before starting that lengthy endeavor. Thanks for all of the quality entertainment. I know I'm pretty late to the game and listening to your show, but it's really helped me get through my dull day job. Also, sorry for the long email. Don't apologize for long emails. We love it. Tori, one of your few female listeners? Probably. Yep. I know we have... We, we always I know talk we about have, it. Yeah. I know we have or had one in the past. So, so we, we've anyway. now been able to confirm two women have listened yeah, to this show. <laughs> you guys are getting there. Yep. Yeah. P.S. The president needs you, I think. <laughs> yep, I love <laughs> so that thank line. Thank you, Tori. I love that <laughs> very much. Nice. Um, yeah, and I think just to address that stuff too, um, I think what we'll do is the first extra op that we do between Peace Walker and um, the movie season um, will probably just mm-hmm. be us talking about Phantom Pain tips. Yeah. Because um, spoiler alert, James started playing already, uh, and I am liking it. Yep. Also, spoiler alert. Uh, the feelings that I had on the Phantom Pain, I don't necessarily still have, but I still don't feel great about it. So um, <laughs> I'm really excited. I've said this feelings. a couple times already, but I'm very excited to play Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain again with context from Peace Walker. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think you miss a lot if you don't if you haven't played Peace Walker before, for sure. So, so that's just you get a bonus tip for free. Play Peace Walker. Yeah, or listen to our Peace Walker episodes. Exactly. One of the two. I hope Tori enjoys the Peace Walker episodes. Mm-hmm. James, do you want to read Dave? I, I need to confirm this real quick. So it's always been David, right? Yeah, it's been David. David okay. Lydon, 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 Lydon's, Lydon's. Yeah. So in the past, every time David's written in, it's always been David. But whenever I looked at his email and his Twitter and his Facebook recently, everything just says Dave. Yeah. So Dave, you're going through a rebrand. Going through my a little friend. bit of a rebrand. Mm. I'm tipping my hat, and from now on, you will be Dave. All right. So Unless you tell us not to call you Dave, in which case that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, you can be Dave and I'll be Hal. That's how we'll, it'll, it'll work. Wow. Out. <laughs> oh no. So you can be my David. I can be your long lost Hal. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. That's real good. Thank you. So via Facebook, Dave Lyden says, "Anyone else fanboy casting whatever this Metal Gear movie turns out to be? All I want is Paul Anderson as some form of Ocelot. Any other fun choices out there?" So real quick, yeah. Let's camp out on that for a second before we move into his. Yeah. Also via email, I got a post. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a post. Uh, nope, that's not the right one. Wow, nice. Yeah, somebody in the I got a post Facebook a picture. post about that. No, so th- um, that was David. Uh, well, yeah, I know, but like, didn't it wasn't David that like did all these really cool fan castings, right? Or was it? Like, oh somebody, yeah, there somebody... was some posting. Let me pull that up real quick. So amongst yourselves, yeah, I'm, I'm on the page right now. Oh, you got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I think as far as casting people goes, like. I'm, I've I've discovered in my older age that I'm really bad with actor names. Yeah. Um. But Describe them to me. I feel like if I if this is like a dream cast, like if this is like perfect cast, my fanboy casting would be to have fucking Daniel Day Lewis be in it somehow. Yeah. 
Well, you <laughs> it doesn't would. matter how. It doesn't matter how. He's fucking wonderful. But you want David Hayter in it, right? Like, um, I feel like David Hayter would have to be in it, but I feel like you couldn't make David Hayter like the primary cast. Yeah, because I just like yeah, he couldn't be like he couldn't be Snake. If, well, we, if we want this too, film to too. to transcend video game films and yeah. have like a serious cast that people take seriously, I love you to death, David Hayter. But I don't know if we could like I make you solid Snake and have it like be taken. Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. in him. Yeah. So this Paul Anderson thing would be fucking... I mean, that's a good look. Yeah, he looks great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul Anderson would be a good offshore. I found the would, post here. Who would play Miller? Oh, who would play Miller? Mm. Dude, if, it's a perfect world. Tom I think Cruise. 80s Val Kilmer would play Miller. Oh, 80s Val Kilmer <laughs> would be a great Miller. Um, also, if we ever get David Hayter on this show, I hope he never listens to the comment that I just made about yeah, how he yeah. would detract I think, from I, I, do, I think Tom Cruise would be a good Miller. Tom Cruise would probably be yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It depends on what part of Metal Gear this movie would be on. That's true. Um, I'm trying to think. What's the cast uh, that was on Facebook, Sam? So um, a a listener by the name of Barry Lynn Neal posted a couple people um, in the comments. Um, I agree with some, not all. Oh, yeah. My boy, when I knew Barry Lynn Neal, I believe it was just Lynn. Lynn and I have worked together in the past. Really? So it's nice to see him enter the fold uh, and uh, start listening to the show. So thanks, Lynn. Yeah, so he's got um, Frank Grillo as Snake, um, Scott Wilson as the End, That's Thomas Lamarquis as the Sorrow. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know who any of those people aside from Frank Grillo are. Um, here's here's where he lost me a little bit. Mel Gibson as Campbell. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> what? That'd be crazy. And then Ben Foster as Colonel Volgan. It's crazy. I feel like these people. So I think James Woods would be a cool Volgan. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd have to like bulk up. Yeah, uh, big time. I don't know why, but like I just can't. I can't not see these characters as who they are in the games. Yeah. Like if I try and like map them to a, a real life human, work. it just like yeah. feels weird. Um, particularly MGS three Ocelot because yeah. he looks. Of a very interesting nationality mix right. in the game. Yeah. Like, he looks like part Asian, part Eastern European, part yeah. American. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Something to be said about uh, games don't need to be movies. I don't know. That's true. You have iconic characters. Maybe let them live. You know? That's true. Uh, I'm trying to think real quick. Jeremy Irons, I feel like, could be somebody cool. Yeah. One of the mm-hmm. Scars Guards could probably be in it. Oh, that's a good point. Probably. One of the Scars Guards would totally... So if, so let's think about this. Metal Gear Solid 1 cast. I think that's probably going to be the more realistic thing. Yeah. I think this guy, this uh, Paul Anderson as Ocelot, would be perfect for MGS1. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like the other cast members. Like Psycho Mantis, you get one of the Scars Guards, particularly yeah. the one who just played Pennywise or yep. something in there. That perfect. Was, that's uh, Bill. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Did you get... <laughs> I it sucks because I think it would totally detract from the tone because this motherfucker can't be in a movie without like all <laughs> eyes on him. But Dwayne the Rock Johnson might be a pretty cool Vulcan Raven. Oh, oh my god! But you know that that's, if that's he, true. Yeah. Well, he'd he'd ask he'd ask for too much money for what is essentially a bit part. Yeah, and if he's in it at all, yeah, it would suddenly be about that character. It, yeah, it'd just be yeah. about him. Mm-hmm. And it's like get the mm-hmm. fuck that out of here. Good. Um. I'm trying to think of some other folks. I'd probably throw Peter Stormare in there somewhere. Somebody put together. Of course, like a, Mads Mikkelsen would be in it. Oh, for sure. I feel like Mads sure. Mikkelsen would have to be Liquid Snake. Yeah. 
or some shit. Probably, yeah. I feel like somebody put together an image of like side by side, like what the best real life. Uh, let me see if I can find something. Who do you, you guys- know? Who I think would be a, like would be like a randomly good Kaz. Who? Michael Michael Fassbender. Oh yeah, I love oh, Michael yeah. Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. You know who would actually be a pretty good fucking snake? Uh, hmm. Nikolai Coster Wada. Or Jamie dude, Lannister. Yeah, Jamie Lannister would fucking be a great snake. Uh, would he not? Okay. Would be a pretty good okay. f- He would be a pretty good snake. Hugh Jackman would actually be a pretty like pitch perfect like facial yeah. match to snake, mm-hmm. I think. Also like a real young Russell Crowe. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about this. Uh, we talked about this in uh, I can't remember which episode. I think it was like our um, our part three episode of Peace Walker. But uh, uh, John Bernthal would be an interesting snake. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Who the hell is this woman? <laughs> Somebody put like a real life photograph of a woman next to the boss, and it looks like fucking spot on. I don't know if she's an actress though. I think honestly, if they were making a movie, uh, it'd be pretty easy to cast some of the more like cartoony people. Oh, so mm-hmm. the boss is one hundred percent modeled after English actress Charlotte Rampling. Hmm. So like the boss, I feel like would be a really hard character to cast because she has a yeah. very specific. Oh, look. I I can kind of see like, well maybe not. I was thinking of I'm blanking on her name. She was the um, director in Annihilation, the movie. Oh, um, she's also in Twin Peaks: The Return. Yeah. Oh, she's in Hateful Eight. She's the woman who gets bashed around in Hateful Eight. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? I think uh, she could pull it out. Her name is Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she'd be great. Mm. Uh, who would you guys think would play Meryl well? Mm. <laughs> the chick who played Natasha in uh, in uh, <laughs> Goldeneye or whatever. Yeah. Her name was. <laughs> yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, no. Ooh. No. No. I'm Even though I, and everybody hates her, I don't want her in movies. No, I love Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> but I think like she's just in too many fucking things. Yeah. Like, you know who I think would be... You know what? <laughs> Let's cast Falcon Raven as uh, uh, Jason Momoa. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that'd be good. I like how oh, I'm, I'm looking at like actors' faces. I like how literally Troy Baker's face is just Revolver Ocelot's face in Ugh. MGS5. Mm-hmm. How can we... How can we cast Sean Bean in this movie? Sean Bean. Yeah, Sean, uh, Bean Sean Bean would. That's Sheen Bean. Oh, I know. Here's so here's the only person you could cast him as. Sean mm-hmm. Bean would have to be Decoy Octopus. Yes, because then he would die, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he would die instantly and like off camera, like. Mm-hmm. But that he would be in flashbacks. And it'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, look, it's Sean Bean. You know who I think would be a good Colonel Campbell? Who? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston would be a phenomenal Ooh. Colonel Campbell. That is a very Let's good pick. Brian Cranston. Let's I like Brian that. Cranston in this movie. I like that. Uh, somebody said that Tom Hardy would make for a good snake. I could see it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think except I he's not a good actor, but he doesn't. He doesn't like. He doesn't do his voice yeah good. have you seen the venom trailer it's real bad oh really you i still, I still bad people he, just, he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to talk he doesn't know how to use his voice no. 
You can't uh, speak like a human. It's weird. Oh, straight up. Uh, Sam, you're absolutely right. There is a uh, Somebody did a fan cast on DeviantArt of who they think would be who, and Brian Cranston is their Colonel Campbell. Fuck yeah. Um, they also have a couple other people on here. I'm pretty fucking sure that they... Let me see. For Colonel Campbell, they said Brian Cranston. I agree with that. For Naomi Hunter, they said Rebecca Hall from Iron Man 3 and Transcendence. Oh, yeah. She'd be great. She, she looks great. perfect. For Mei Ling, they were saying uh, Liu Yifei from The Forbidden Kingdom. Not familiar. No I'm not familiar. And then Natasha Romanenko, they were saying Anne-Marie Duff from Notes on a Scandal, Shameless UK, and several Shakespeare hmm. plays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, visually, these people are perfect. Who would play Matt Smith? Um, not Matt Smith. Uh, Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. I think Matt we get Smith. Matt Smith. We got we got to get Matt Smith to play Matt Campbell. Definitely. Yeah, play no, Matt we got to get Liquid Metal Mike in here somewhere. Oh, Liquid oh. Metal Mike is the concept artist. He's doing. He's going to do all the storyboards, <laughs> and he's going to do it on Sharpie on his uh, welder's bench. Hell yeah! Yes. So God bless you, Liquid Metal Mike. Uh, so let's read this email from okay. uh, Dave. So Dave. Also Lydon. via email from Dave Lydon. Okay. Lydon? So Lydon. Where to begin on Peace Walker? <laughs> For posterity, I played this on Xbox 360, which probably doesn't play as well as PSP with the bite-sized missions. I also played this for the first time as part of a chronological time playthrough, Snake Eater to Guns of the Patriots. Still working on that. I think it helped dramatically to play Snake Eater right before, since for Snake, Peace Walker is mostly him mourning the loss of the boss. It is her voice and the complete completely ludicrous theory she may still be alive that pulls him through the story. However, in the end, he pulls an about face and decides to do the opposite as she has done. Snake, he is the gun, and boss surrendered. I was shocked to see this come about, but it makes sense from the ultimate soldier's perspective. I was not enjoying the boss's death dragging on and on in the next chronological game, but the surprising divide was enjoyable and helped Snake on his path. P.S. Heaven's Divide, better than the Snake Eater. Seek you see me, bro. <laughs> I love it. Hmm. I love it. I would... I disagree, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So I I will seek you, see you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so Isaac showed up to my house, and so this is a perfect time to slot in this this story about this music that Isaac showed up to my house with because I've been trying to figure out where the fuck we would include this. So Isaac showed up to my house with a weird like it was like a vinyl record case, and it had like liner notes, and it had like a gatefold. It opened up just like a like a record. Um, but inside, you'd pull a cardboard record out, and the center of the cardboard record was actually a CD. And the CD was from E3 2003, I think, when okay. uh, Snake Eater was yeah, coming out. Yeah, nice. right around when 3 came um, mm-hmm. And uh, all that was on the disc was like a Peace Walker like, remix. Or okay. excuse me, a uh, 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 Snake Eater remix. Oh, nice. And it's so fucking dope. Um, I love so it. Good. So I'm going to actually cue it right here. then it'll be underneath mm. us talking right now so Let's yeah keep it going 
Oh yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, keep queuing it, baby. Keep but yeah, so I don't know. I think Heaven's <laughs> Divide's a little too. Uh, Heaven's Divide's a little too dramatic. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking yeah. about. Heaven's Divide. Like it's just like I feel like everything should be on fire for that whole song. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, it's great. Um, Dave, I like how you dodged telling us what you thought about Peace Walker. Um. Not like I dig it, uh, but you didn't really give us like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would agree. I think uh, it it could easily feel like the boss's death being dragged on and on and on, and I could definitely see that. I think for us, it probably didn't feel that way because we had such a big gap between yeah. three and. Well, and I think Walker. I don't know to to a certain extent though. Like I do like see the the story like perspective of like that that death has to drag out. Like people have like these capstone moments in their life that like irrevocably changes them and like that's a moment that this, changes this, this was, character this was snakes like yeah. he's always going to come back to that moment so like i think it kind of makes sense that it drags on but i can see how like with the way that like the rest of these games have come out like you kind of want new shit every time and like new encounters and like you don't want everything to drag yeah for sure i loved it dope um i'm gonna read this last one uh daniel lee kira oh go ahead do you think I should read it based on the ending of it? Uh, oh, yeah. Go for it. I didn't see that. <laughs> I mean, you can go ahead. I, oh, I, I'd no, be no. interested in seeing, seeing how you... Uh, oh, no. Okay. Oh, gosh, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step on a landmine is what I think is going to happen. Uh, you want to do it? Sure. Daniel Lee, Curon via Facebook. Curon? Curon. Alfonso Curon. Hey, guys. Glad you did Revengeance. We sure did. Uh, Mistral's Kiss and Raiden's Reaction is a reference to Sniper Wolf's love letter comment in Metal Gear Solid, which is a reference to David Lynch's Blue Velvet. When I read this for the first time, it blew my fucking mind, you guys. This is me. This is an editor note. Is that true? Um, mm-hmm. No, I could totally see it. So when Sniper Wolf, uh, she also she also makes the comment, um, and Mistral's Kiss also makes the comment, but <laughs> watching Blue Velvet yeah. not that long ago yeah. with James, yeah. fucking Dennis Hopper's like... I'm going to send you a love letter, like uh, a bullet from my gun, yeah. straight to your heart, motherfucker, or like whatever the line is. Yeah, Dude, it was so good. And like when I read that, I was just like, oh, you are totally right. Um, so I'm going to pull the line up actually now so I can do it justice. Uh, blue velvet, bullet, comma, or bullet line. Oh, it's so good. All right, let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, so Frank Booth is his name. And uh, I've got it right here. Have you guys seen Blue Velvet, uh, Sam? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, so Blue Velvet is the story of a like a young Boy Scout esque boy, uh, Kyle McLaughlin. He's playing the straight laced kid. He finds the severed ear of a human in a in a field. Gets a little weirded out by it and decides to investigate some apartments nearby. And then gets in this weird scenario where he's like being a pervert and creeping on Isabella Rossellini and then like having to be evading a weird Dennis Hopper psycho guy. It's super cool. But anyway, uh, Frank Booth says, don't be a good neighbor to her. I'll send you a love letter straight from my heart. Fucker. You know what a love letter is? It's a bullet from a fucking gun. Fucker. You receive a love letter from me. You're fucked forever. You understand? Fuck. I'll send you straight to hell. Fucker. Uh, it's a phenomenal scene. Yeah, wow. I absolutely have got to watch Jeez. that movie. It's so good. Anyway, um, 
Also, I was happy Raiden got a standalone title, though it's not canon, Daniel continues. Uh, also, because you guys, you boys keep telling, talking about it, and I've never played them. When I finish my Sons of Liberty replay, I'm starting with the Zone of the Enders HD collection. Thank you for doing the Lord's work, and it was good to hear the famous doesn't have a twit return. Remember, boys, there's mines there. That's that pretty good. That's my try. I literally had to like. That's pretty good. Extend my jaw to do it. Um, as far as the Zone of the Enders, uh, L- wait, let me, let me before you. Oh, let, yeah, me, let me give Sam. them what they what they really came in there. for. Remember, boys, there's mines there. That's good. There, you, there you go. Uh. Uh, for the Zone of the Enders uh, HD collection, A, I just want to say go into it knowing that Zone of the Enders 1 is extremely short and not very good. Uh, B, <laughs> go into it knowing that Zone of, the Enders, Zone of the Enders the Second Runner is the best of the two. And you should mm-hmm. go into it knowing that Zone of the Enders the Second Runner is about to get a PS4 completely rebuilt, like 4K VR enabled re-release. Zone of the Enders, like Mars Volta or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally like in a month or something. Um, so, yeah. so just take that for, for what it is, Daniel. But uh, thank you for your letter. And thank everybody for all of their letters. You guys are the best. Yay. Yeah. I love You guys these. rock. Thank you. Yeah, keep them coming, please. Um, again, Twitter, Facebook page, or acsummerfield at gmail.com. Letters. Hey, this is Alessia from the future chiming in to the past. Uh, hey, we're here too, man. <laughs> and and everybody else spooky future ghost um uh we had some uh last minute entrance to the listener responses and we were just going to go ahead and re-record uh to the whole thing the whole thing <laughs> the whole episode the whole the whole season yep, the whole everything no we had uh, a stenographer scripted out for us and everything thank god we were going to re-record uh to mention that we are now on Spotify. Boom! Woo, woo, woo. And Google Play. Music. Google Play. Yeah, buddy. And like every other platform. Yeah. So we finally did it. We did it, you guys. Um, but yeah, before we get into all the excitement at the end of the episode, we do have some additional people who wrote in, including patrons. So thank you for your support. Um, typically, we're not going to be doing this moving forward where we're going to just like keep adding people to episodes. Otherwise, we'd never release an episode ever again. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So you wouldn't want that. Would you? (laughs) Or would you? I don't understand what's going on. We're all completing each other's sentences tonight. Um, What we are going to do, though, is from now on, we're going to have a sanction to get your shit in by this day. Day that stays stationary every single month, no matter what. And that that's just going to be the date that I check to compile responses for response episodes. So starting... From now on, when you're listening to this, which will more than likely be at some point in the next two weeks of this, I think the 27th. So as of the 27th of August, every month on the 15th, I will be checking inboxes and compiling things into Google Documents for episodes. Yeah. If you submit on the 16th, don't be upset. We might be recording late. We'll probably include it anyway. Maybe. Um, or if we're not, what we're going to do is that's just going to go straight into the bucket for things that we read on the, we'll find you later, baby bird on the following. So, and because of that, every season, including seasons that I didn't already schedule to have listener responses, will more than likely have a listener response episode to them. We're getting listens. So it's gonna be good. Um, <laughs> I love this like ongoing uh, James line as hype that, man. Yeah, yeah. James is Alessio's hype man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've noticed on the last few episodes that James also did. That. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I was like listening one to it, which is like James has like <laughs> damn. 
Got him. Hell yeah. <laughs> Start doing like the end of your sentences like they do at rap concerts. Oh, yeah. It'd be amazing. Skirt, skirt. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So without. Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just thought of an amazing Transformer Star Wars crossover. It'd be Lambo Calrissian. Oh my god, yes. that's amazing! All right, before we get into the uh, <laughs> the meat of these potatoes, potatoes—that's not how you say that. Um, Sam, tell skirt, us skirt. tell us what you're reading. We're gonna read these. Split. We're them gonna up. read these. Oh damn! Um, I'm reading a message from Sam Whitaker. Great name. Um, <laughs> Whitaker, uh, the I Whitaker agree. family, yeah, they're great. Yeah, the Whitaker, Damn it, the, James. the Whitakers. <laughs> we got this via Facebook, and Sam Whitaker is actually a new ten dollars patron. So thank you, thank Sam. You, sir. Incoming codec call. Hey boys, congrats on being my second ever podcast listened to and first ever Patreon subscription. Whoa, dude, That's one nuts. out of two. One out of two. Nice. One out of two ain't bad. I'll yeah, take. I'll take of the, the time. one. Hey, yeah, heads, take the one. heads up, podcast producers everywhere. If you get Sam to listen to your podcast, you could flip a coin and he might give you money. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but thank you, Sam. I love you to death. I'm totally just being an ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, I, I started my uh, Metal Gear Solid Mania with three Snake Eater and immediately fell in love with Big Boss, the real OG, and his story. Solid Snake felt a little whiny in his non-idealistic mission to ruin everyone else's shit. Whereas, <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. I'm with it. Not wrong. Whereas, uh, Big Boss had real character development and a drive Damn. to change things in such a huge arcing saga. Damn. Then the whole Liquid and Solidest thing was a bit of Kojima overload for me. I've completed three inside and out stealth and chaotic PS2 and PS3. It was a serious defining moment for me as both a gamer and now a Metal Gear fan. Yet to delve into one or Peace Walker portable ops, but two, four ground zeros and half of five are securely <laughs> under my belt. Point is, big boss forever. He's, he, I want to point out here, whenever he says uh, big boss, he underlines boss. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just like really put put like some emphasis I, behind that. I also want to acknowledge... Big how great it's going to be when inevitably everything comes back together and they put out a mashup of every game ever released and call it MGS Mania. Oh, no. I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Is it like Sonic Mania? It's absolutely like Sonic Mania. <laughs> I hope so. It's coming. Um, anyway, point is, big boss forever. Um, enough about me and on to you guys. I've just started a new admin job and being halfway done with Metal Gear Solid Five. I searched Metal Gear in my podcast app, didn't see that coming, did ya? Ooh. And found you guys. I've just finished. Yeah, I, it surprised the fuck out of me. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> <laughs> you Spoiler mean, alert! You mean through all the single episodes of like IGN and all these other random podcasts, you found a little old us. Boom! <laughs> little old us. Got him. Spoiler alert! That's how most people find our podcast. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, I, and found you guys. I've just finished Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater episodes, and I'm completely blown away by the level of accuracy and diversity of opinions given on this podcast. Mixing the varying guests and differing levels of Metal Gear Solid experience creates one of the most insightful, entertaining, enjoyable, enlightening pieces of fan content or fan service for fans by fans ever. Whoa, dude. Um, one, nice. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> one criticism... Not mentioned in the Metal Gear Solid 3 series was one of my favorite things to do, which was to isolate a guard, shoot out his radio on his chest, and terrorize him until I felt ready to move on. Which is uh, a little crazy. <laughs> Whoa. But I love it. I love it. I think Sam it's great. likes to play with his food. He does. I get it. 
One suggestion, would love to see character-based discussion episodes, example, a big boss story and lore from start to finish, which... I like the sound of that. plenty of juice for Sam. Mm -hmm. He's going to be excited. So much juice in the cannon. What? That's not a thing. Juice Um, in the cannon. It must be a Seattle (laughs) thing. I love it. Must be. Must be. Um, Mad love from down under Australia. Oh, shit. Oh, jeez. Mad love from down... I want to point out that I kind of sounded like I was maybe attempting to do an Australian accent there when I said Australia. I wasn't. That was just me. <laughs> excited. Mad love from down under and keep up the amazing work, lads. 10 out of 10 from me. Excited to hear the rest of the MGS games starting tomorrow from podcast episode one. Whoa. Whoa. Big boy baller. <laughs> what the fuck? And he ends it with a... The little codec closing sound. Yeah. It wasn't Sam slurping spit through a straw. (laughs) Wait, hold on. There you go. That was me slurping. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, quite a lot of fun stuff to talk about here. One, Sam, I just want to preemptively apologize for uh, the drastic quality decrease that you're going to encounter when starting episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure that, uh, as a matter of fact, I was going to say, I'm sure that our mentalities and our discussion style have have evolved over time but i'll let sam be the ju- judge of that so yeah sam, sam you write us you write us a letter whenever you get caught back up and you let us know mm-hmm. if How we sounded we, like how, a bunch of I just i want a hard cut to alessio puts this episode up and then he gets a notification in the corner that's like sam has revoked his yeah, patron instantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um <laughs> hey and if that's the case like more power to you, you know what? no uh, no love lost but <laughs> yep um, I also we appreciate you for being you. I also real quick wanted to camp out on um, two things. So one of which is um, we are going to start doing character based episodes. What? Um, with the extra ops. Um, and so when we get through all the letters tonight, um, we're actually going to announce what the next two extra ops are going to be. Um, and along the lines of your uh, half of five being securely under your belt, the first extra op, which we're actually going to record right after this, oh. is going to be all built around pro tips for Metal Gear Solid Five. So mm-hmm. look forward to that. It's going to be cool. I got tips. I got <laughs> tricks. James is actually a... Uh, he is a... A uh, fucking expert is what I am. He's a video game cheat code book from the Scholastic Book I Fair. Brought to life. human boy. Somebody had a genie and they had three wishes and all of them were to make myself into a video game cheat book brought to life. It's a waste of wishes good. in hindsight, but here I am. <laughs> um, I did Can't also... Can't reflect on that yet. Now. Just <laughs> keep moving forward. I did also want to acknowledge that moving forward we are going to try and um, enlist some more guests on the show. Um, James and I, uh, as a peek behind the curtain, were both really busy with the production of a film at the moment. Boy, oh boy. Um, but as soon as that gets a little bit further along, um, I will have way more time to be able to like reach out to guests. Um, likewise, I think what we're going to do for those is more than likely we'll probably just have interview episodes where we just talk to guests about mm-hmm. Metal Gear in general. Yeah. Um, but if any of the guests do want to speak up about parts of the game like we had for MGS3 and MGS4, um, we'll just give them our schedule ahead of time and, and figure out where they want to yeah. slot in. It's going to be cool. So. Slot in. Skirt, skirt. Cool, cool. Uh, this next letter comes via email. James, you want to take this? Yeah, can you uh, you may assist with the name? I don't want to... Oh, I've... You're, so, you're the language kind of sewer here, and I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> want to hurt anybody's feelings that first name it's tough on me oh, mm-hmm. no. it's uh it's matthew ah uh, 
Are you sure it's not Matthew Matt Hugh? Oh. Rico Bene. I like that. That's Coming good. to you live via email. Rico Ben. It's either Rico or... <laughs> oh, uh, so C-I-C-I is a... Uh, it's funny. So C-C's pizza in Italian is actually Chi-Chi's. Is actually how you'd pronounce it. So it's Rico But I think the double C... Rico Bene? No, I think it's still Rico Bene. But I have no idea if the double C's make it a cha or a or a. Oh, K. so instead of instead of like Rico Bene, it'd be like Richa Bene. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Send I another just, letter. Hey, let hey us Matthew. Know. Let, yeah, let us know. Yeah, Matt, tell me I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> let me know. Hey, mm-hmm. Matt. Do you, do you call me names, Matt? <laughs> do you pronounce your name with a hard Italian accent, or do you pronounce it <laughs> in some like weird American accent? Uh, like, is it Rico, Rico Bene or is it Rico uh, Bene? Or do you say just like, hey, dude, it's it's Rico Benny. Hello, Matthew Rico Benny. Rico Benny. Rocky yeah. right. Rico Benny. Yeah, it's actually, uh, this is Matthew Rochester, is how you pronounce it. Yeah, we've that. got a, We've got an email from uh, from Rockabilly Rico Benny. Wow. Matthew, I'm sorry. Keep it rocking, Matt. This turned into a whole thing. I'm here for you. We're in this together. I'm going to read your letter. I hope you're laughing and cringing in your car. Hey, guys. <laughs> Matt here. You're James. Quit lying. I'm a long time Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking liar. <laughs> long time Metal Gear podcasting liar. I'm a long time unreliable narrator. No. Matthew, he is a long time Metal Gear fan. And get this this is his first email. Ever. <laughs> In the history of email. It's real. I will say for your first email, Matthew, very well written. Keep up the good work. Keep practicing. You'll be writing thousands of emails. Oh Nobody's business. It's going to be great. Matthew, I'm excited for your future, Matt. Matthew says. We got, we got a lot of letter to go. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> Matthew says, I'm not a huge fan of MGM. Thank you. I originally found you guys like almost everyone else by searching Metal Gear into the podcast app. Is this, See, is Sam, this a you're joke not alone. that you guys make? Yeah, like, it comes up a lot. Yeah. 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 Are you guys okay? <laughs> now it's now it's you're gonna pop Metal Gear into the Spotify oh, yeah. app. Ooh. Right. Matt, uh, sadly, I, I didn't think to do so until I had finished MGS Five. So when I found your podcast, you guys had completed one through to four. I was sad to see that I couldn't listen in real time, but it did give me a reason to play all the main lot titles again on my PS3. I would listen to the appropriate episode while at work, and later that night play that section of the game. It's reinvigorating to listen to your enthusiasm, as it would get me so excited for a game franchise I already had played and loved. And then, he lovingly breaks down the games, and this is going to get all in the feels, guys. He talks about Metal Gear Solid. He says, I remember watching my uncle playing when I was young and being so excited at everything in the game, I begged my dad to get it for me. Being so young and having no internet at the time, I found it impossible to beat and didn't do so until many years later. Even though I couldn't beat it, I would play it over to the part where I would get stuck and then do it again. MGS2. I'd be interested in in knowing what that part was. I would be interested in knowing that too. So check it out. I had a scratched (laughs) copy of this game at one point in time, and there was one spot that would always trigger like a a glitch. glitch? And I would like hold my breath to see if it would happen or not. Oh my god. It's specifically the room that you walk into that leads to the hallway where the um, ninja is killing everybody. Ah. Um, For some reason, the room almost looks like it's got like an airlock in it, which it might. Um, But you walk into this little room, and it just like, it would hang. Like, Snake would hit the middle of the room, and it when just, it was supposed to trigger the yeah. sounds of, like, the fight happening in the other room, it would just, like, lock up permanently. Oh, jeez. Hmm. That is, uh... So, I had a similar experience to this, but it was less, uh, not being able to play the game, and more just, like, 
an issue with <laughs> the game disc. That's troublesome. What if he writes back in and he's like, "That's I had a scratch in the same spot on my disc." <laughs> what if he's like, "I fought that fucking airlock so yeah. many times." What if he's like, "I scratched that disc, Alessi. You got that <laughs> oh, disc for no. me." Oh no! Hey, I also that real quick, airlock is the toughest fucking boss of Metal Gear. <laughs> since we're since we're gonna since we're gonna camp out for two seconds here, I did want to also say kudos to matt for being so into this series and so into this podcast that he legitimately would listen to an episode on the drive to yeah, work right and then would come home and play the part of the game that's pretty fucking cool that's awesome mm-hmm. thanks for doing that that's a lot of Solid. time and we really i'm really for me it it brings a sense of pride that you're willing yeah, to spend like, your valuable time with us it's touching yeah. like obviously i wasn't there which, like, I'm sorry that your experience wasn't as good as it could have been. Oh, no. But it's pretty fucking cool Jesus. that, like, you, you guys, you three, you got to be on this journey with Matt as he played these games. That's I, I, I think that's cool as an observer. I'm gonna. Hey, James, do me yeah. a favor. Yeah. I want you to go back and listen to all the episodes you weren't on, sure. and then record responses, and then we'll just cut that. You just put it in. Get yeah, it. So it's get like it. you've been there the whole time. <laughs> that is what you know it how it's like. like. You know how it's like, and you know how it's like. There was a secret doctor the whole time. Yeah, on Doctor Who, it, you, you'll be like a secret <laughs> podcast host. I did not see that going. Where that? <laughs> uh, welcome to Sam, where mm-hmm. Doctor Who's yeah. always in play. So listen, <laughs> I mean, it sounded that, hateful. No, I meant <laughs> I meant that in the best way possible, Sam. It's okay. good. So moving on to MGS two, Matthew says, like everyone, I was very confused that I was playing as Raiden. But even with that in mind, MGS2 blew my mind with its gameplay and graphics. I love the environments, characters, and story. I played it to death on my PS3. I cherished it so much. Yeah, Matt actually died and came back to write this letter. <laughs> yeah. To write its very first It's pretty impressive. I, was, I wasn't I was there, but I, I heard stories. I heard Pray Tell. Uh, <laughs> then MGS3. After being such a huge fan of 2, I found out the release date for 3 and went in and bought it on release day for my game store. I remember my dad refusing to let me pay 110 AU for a game. Australian dollars. Man, is Matt from Australia too? Yeah. Dude. We got a lot of Australian What is going on in Australia? This is an Aussie they party. got good taste in podcasts. Tell you what. Is it because the party eight? Is it because the time zone is so different that like when I'm putting it out, it just happens to be like an <laughs> it optimal? It populates right away. Like every Australian's getting question. off of work simultaneously, and they're like, hell yeah. It's it, like I feel like our podcast in Australia is kind of like how like Eastern Europe's or Eastern European people are like really Eastern into old Europe shows. Oh yeah, right. What if? So here's the deal. I'm really scared to ever go to Australia now because like what they're if gonna know like, you. Oh my god, you're they're that. Like, oh, you're that fucking uh, Metal Gear. You. You Can are the Metal you? Gear. You're the metal. You are Metal Gear. I'm John Metal Gear. John Metal Gear. (laughs) Can I be honest with you? Like, I have I have crushing social anxiety, but like, there's a small part of me that like secretly wishes that like somebody will hear me speaking in public and be like, "That's Sam." That's Metal Gear Sam. That's that is Metal Gear Sam. (laughs) Metal Gear Sam. Sam, So I think we may have talked about it at some point on this show, maybe. Um, but that totally fucking happened to me in Chicago with Dev Diary. Yeah, it was the weirdest really? thing. Yeah, that. somebody was wearing, or I was wearing a Crashlands T-shirt, and somebody came up to me and was like, "Dude, Crashlands is dope. Uh, have you seen the documentary series?" And I was like, "I shot the documentary series," and they were like, "What?" <laughs> it's very weird. What are the chances? Yep. Pretty good. <laughs> All right, James. Uh, yeah, Matthew cool. continues on. He says, "I was confused as to how I was playing Snake again. Some of the gameplay I found hard." And truly figure it all out. Really loved it until my second and third playthrough. 
I love everything about it except for the crazy X-Men powers. Uh, Matt, I think what you meant to say is you love everything about it. Hard stop. Yeah. Best yeah. movie. Love like everything it. about it, especially the crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Good, good times. And then we've and got... The, and the moon insanity. The moon insanity. We've got MGS4. Yeah. I originally had a 360 and was unable to play for it until a little while later. But the moment I had the money, now working at this age... I picked up a PS4 and MGS4 right away. I'd waited so long and was in love with the series at this point, so in my mind, Ford did no wrong. I understand that's, that's controversial, right? That's a, it's an opinion not often shared. <laughs> and I fucking respect you, Matthew, for sharing it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, listening to the MGS4 season, I think we all had uh, we all had moments that we really enjoyed and moments that we thought were a little stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, um, I remember, too, um, MGS4 was one of my first games on PlayStation 3 as well. Mm-hmm. It was, um, I got a PlayStation 3 for Christmas, and then I went to GameStop with my dad, and I said, he said, you could pick out three games, and I picked out uh, MGS4, Burnout Paradise, and Little Big Planet. Nice. That was a good spread. I do want to mm-hmm. make a quick correction. So um, I wrote here, and I think Matt wrote here, and I think James just read here, PS4 and MGS4. It's PS3 and MGS4. Uh. I just need you to know that in, in prepping the show to be on Spotify and everything, I had to go through and double-check all the tags. Um, my dumbass tagged every MGS4 episode with a PS4 tag wow. as well. <laughs> I think it's just your like your brain. like You think like MGS4, yeah. PS4. Like, I don't, Can yeah. you not play it on PS4? Um, oh, I don't think there's a way to play it on PS4 unless you use that PlayStation Now. Damn, what a PS4. No. Oh, you can. It's, it's on not the HD collection. Yeah, HD collection's not on PS4 though. Sam. It's nope. on PS3. It's on PS3. Oh fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on HD collection. It's on that Legacy collection. Legacy, oh, yeah. sixteen Ooh, games. Legacy. So um, before I continue on, I just want to make a note that I did a dumb mental thing just now, where I'm sitting here and I was like, "Wow, it's really impressive." Like you guys, you guys grew up with Matthew. And I was like, uh, he's replaying the games, James. Like, he's not, it's not like he, he was listening to them as they came out. And, like, this podcast didn't exist, James. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking idiot, James. Yeah, Matt's accelerated aging. Yeah, Matt, he just wrote in to let us know that he's been following alongside us. When there was only one pair of footprints in the sand, it was when we were carrying Matt. <laughs> Too true. That Too one killed sweet. Sam. Sam's dead. Oh, R.I.P. Sam. And then we move on to Peace Walker. Matthew says, I never owned a PSP, so I hadn't played Peace Walker until I bought the HD collection. It's only a few years ago. I personally like Peace Walker, the last, the least of any of the games, because it felt very limited. Anything I liked in Peace Walker seemed to be President 5, which I prefer to play. But I will be doing a second playthrough now that you guys are covering it. You're going to have fun with that. I think mostly because of the commentary. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have MGS5 love a lot about this game, and yet hate so much as well. Its main mission structure is crap, but the side missions are great. The story is too drawn out, but its main mission beats are awesome. Graphics are beautiful for an open world game. I really wish they had time to finish this game. I'm still not 100% complete. Some of the side missions are very hard. Once I took an entire day off of work so that I could buy this and play it all day. Hey, Matt, why don't you tell us how you really feel next time? Hey, Matt, we don't have to record MGS5 episodes anymore because you, summed, you it just up. summed it all up. You yeah, fucking nailed it. it. All right, bye. All right, I'm, uh, Matt, all right just, podcast just, just is so over you now. Know. No more. I'm in the middle of it right now, and I feel the same way. So thank you for uh, reading my mind. Appreciate Dude, you. Now, what uh, content? So now, what are we going to talk about? Psychic what? mantis. What are <laughs> psychic mantis? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Matthew says, keep up the good work. I'm currently <laughs> listening through the entire podcast for a second time, and I'm still always entertained. God bless Fucking these people. shit. What? What? God That's bless amazing. these people. God bless you. What did you, you know, say? What'd you, God bless you what? I said, God bless these people. I, oh, uh, I thought you said, God bless you, Stephen. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, well, thank God bless Stephen. God bless, God bless you and God bless Steven. That's super nice. I apologize that I, I took your beautiful letter and deprived you of hearing it read by somebody that you've, you've literally been listening to since your childhood. I hope that I did it justice, and I appreciate <laughs> oh you. Gosh. We've actually been drip-feeding this podcast through like a time portal hole that we found. <laughs> hey, before right. we move on, you might, y'all mind if I praise Steven real quick? <laughs> Jesus. Um... <laughs> No, Steven. <laughs> Moving forward, uh, Matt Lan- Laninovich uh, via Patreon. Uh, Matt, is that one is... of the characters from Metal Gear Solid 3? Yeah, Matt, are you a guard from Metal Gear Solid 3? Um, a lot of Matts listening <laughs> yeah, to this show. Le- less offensively, Matt, I hope that it's pronounced <laughs> that way. Let me try it again seriously. Matt Laninovich, or Le- Laninovich uh, is a patron as well so mm-hmm. thank you sir uh, this is his five dollar patron message so Whoa. remember kids if you're a five dollar patron i'll read whatever 150 word nonsense you put on here um so matt says this is his message you can tell people to add me on play on the psn at bubbles 949 to play the and whatnot <laughs> Um, So thank you, sir. I will be adding you probably this evening as well. Um, And then he says, outside of that, this little aside, which I wanted to put here for us to talk about. Also, I'm sure that you have it all planned out already, but if you need more ideas for shows, there are a few good free fan games that parody Metal Gear Solid. The best I've seen is a game called Merry Gear Solid. Ooh. It's a Christmas MGS where you play a Santa. Does Santa have an eye patch? Um, he does not. I've, mm. I think I've so I've played this. Yeah. Um, like a while oh. back, I think it's a Flash game. It's very fun. Hey, we got do we do we have plans for a Christmas special? So, um, I, don't, I think we could totally do it for around Christmas time. So we're actually pro- more than likely going to be covering MGS five closer to. Like winter time. Merry Christmas, y'all! Um, but I think Merry Christmas, bitches. I think what we can do is, um, I really want to do. Um, originally, we had talked about doing um, Never Stop Sneaking or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. ne- yeah, is that what it's called? Yep. Never Stop Sneaking. That's what it's called. Um, and so, since this pairs really well with that, I think we'll do a whole season on parody games. Um, and we'll just have to figure out the best way to make that all work. It might be, like, by whole season. I'm using, like, very dramatic terminology. It's probably going to be, like, three episodes. Yeah. So it probably be, like, one multi-game episode, one never-stop-sneaking episode, and then, like, one listener-response episode. Um, but, yeah, so that's coming. So we'll keep you posted, but uh, I think, as Sam just alluded to, it might be fun to do it around Christmas. So that's what we will do, I think. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Uh, Yes, that's <laughs> preemptive. Merry Christmas, Isaac. Are you, do you do you want to be fueled? Do you want to be Isaac, <laughs> Give me Isaac, fuel. You ready, for, you ready for Duncan duty? All right. <laughs> also, Cole Duncan is always on point with the Facebook likes and the comments. So thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, Cole. Thanks. To spoil who's Cole. coming. So sorry. Thank you, Cole. Before wait, Thanks before we move on, Cole, <laughs> so I, this I Duncan wanna... train runs on coal. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> before we move on to this, so we've had two mats in this. Uh, we got. So many, so many mats. Yeah, we got a lot of mats. Yeah, I want, I want all of the mats. <laughs> My goal for this podcast is to have every mat listening to it. How so many mats? Yeah, how many? All of them. Can we get Matthew Campbell in here too? Can oh, we? Please. Uh, I think we already do. 
Um, so James, you, you have not been privy to this this ongoing, long-standing joke. Can we can we do an I'm extra there. op like about Matt Campbell? I think we do need to do an entire extra op about Matt Is Campbell. Is that person so we'll or character? It. It's neither. It's anything Both? you want it to be. A legend. It, He's he's a he's an idea more than anything. Yeah, and uh, Liquid Metal Mike brought brought him into our universe. You say Liquid Metal Mike? Yeah, he's a listener. That's not a Metal Gear character. But how great if it was? He he's my Metal Gear character. I will always. If there's like yeah, whenever we do the Metal Gear Online episode for MGS Five, I'm gonna create Liquid Metal Mike. I think as my avatar. I'm gonna be Matt Campbell. Perfect. Okay. Well, that's uh, anyway. yeah. That's that's it. So Isaac, d- dive on in here. Duncan. Yeah. Sure. Duncan dive. Um, Duncan. This cold is... power Duncan train rolling into the station. Baby. <laughs> Cole. Cole. Duncan. Cole Duncan. Train. Um. Via Patreon, he says, "Hey guys, love the past few episodes on Peace Walker. Just wanted to drop a question for the mailbag episode. Perfect. Is that the cue?" Yep, he dropped it. That's. I'm just going to cue right, the sound of an good. envelope hitting the ground. Wait, 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 wait. What, what about this? I'm going to do some Foley work here. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. There we go. <laughs> All right, here it goes. Metal Gear Solid has been my favorite game series since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's also been the source of so many emotional moments that I got to share with my best friend who oh, had no. to just passed away crap dude i'm sorry cole i'm sorry this goes out to your um your best friend pour one out i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm doing hand motions but um <laughs> can't see those i can remember both of us actually shedding a tear at spoiler alert the end of M- mgs4 when solid snake places the gun in his mouth and fires Question for you guys. What is the most emotionally charged moment for each of you in the series? Keep up the good work. You're pretty good. Thanks, Cole. <laughs> so first and Yikes. foremost, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, mm-hmm. Secondly, I definitely want to show this moment the respect that it deserves. So I just wanted to say uh, uh, we're sorry for your loss. And uh, hopefully it was not under terrible, terrible circumstances. Um, but anytime that somebody passes at i'm assuming a younger age uh it's never great so uh i think we've unfortunately all kind of felt how you feel right now cole Mm -hmm. um so uh here's to you and thanks for listening through tough times um but yeah emotional moments um i want (laughs) to i want to mention one because i don't think isaac is aware of it the first time i beat mgs3 and legitimately cried during the salute when when big boss is saluting the boss's grave uh it was at isaac's house Ooh. and isaac was asleep oh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> i was beating metal gear solid 3 with headphones on on a tiny television oh in his God. bedroom That's amazing. <laughs> so that was my most emotional moment that happened like at isaac's feet like in his childhood home can't believe you didn't tell me this man yeah it was real good man it was like the uh, first time i think i ever cried playing a video game dang That's i mean i wasn't pretty... like blubbering but i definitely was like a teary-eyed teary-eyed yeah. boy um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I think so. So I've got a recent example and one that I've I've always held like in pretty high esteem. Um, which the recent example, honestly, the um, playing through Peace Walker for the first time, that scene that we discussed um about um 
where you had to press the button to kill the boss and then press the button to kill the boss's horse. Oh, yeah. Immediately after, that fucking got to me real bad. Um, so that was a very kind of like, in a, in a, in a game filled with, uh, tense emotional moments, I think that one was really kind of like, yeah, very that was a huge build up for and, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Poignant and just kind of like right there. Um, the, the main one for me though, I think is probably in, in MGS4, um, towards the end where snakes crawling through the microwave cord corridor. And you have all these, like, cutaways of the, the team essentially getting fucking wrecked while he's losing strength and oh, trying yeah. to claw his way mm. to the end to he's do QTEing his final... his ass off. Mm-hmm, do his final mission. Um, and I think that would that's probably way up there yeah, for me. That's a good one. I want somebody to be like, when Running Man went down in Metal Gear Solid 2, <laughs> or in Metal Gear 2 on the MSX 2. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Um, I think I, I was really I got really emotional when that one guy said um, that he that he feel asleep. Oh yeah, I feel asleep. I feel asleep. <laughs> what were you saying, Alessia? Oh no, nothing. Uh, go ahead, James. Yeah, I was gonna say like I, I think like mine. It's kind of like a toss up right now. Um, I'm in the middle of playing five. I'm not gonna talk about that one, but um, one would be the ending of Ground Zeroes, which I won't like get into specifics because we haven't talked about it yet. But like. The ending of Ground Zeroes just, like, made me feel like a big change was coming for my friends, and that made me melancholy. Um, but, like, emotionally, like, the fucking, when, in Peace Walker, when Snake's just, like, pulling out the AI cores and crying, because he's, like, killing the boss again. For the 17th for, like, time. <laughs> just, like, really, really got me. When boss cries, I cry, you know? I think we all do. <laughs> I, think, I think the world cries when Big Boss cries. Oh boy! I want to. I do want to say, James. Um, uh, there is. I think there's one like really killer moment in Five as well, which Maybe. I again I won't talk about. We we mm-hmm. you let me when after off the air you let me know what you what yours is. And then we'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will just to piggyback off of what James just said about his friends. Uh, for along those those lines, the first time I saw the trailer for Ground Zeroes. I was at Kristen's parents' house, and I had heard that an MGS5 trailer leaked, and I, like, went into the guest room to yeah. watch it, like, on my phone, oh my goodness. and just, like, all the hair on my body was just standing up, oh, just bet. looking at those fucking dogs barking in the rain. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is gorgeous, and then when the music started, I was yeah. just like, I'm, I was like, I'm fucking, like, I was so jaded after MGS4 that when that happened, I was like, Kojima, take me home. Kojima, just, take, like, me, take home. me home. I love that. Um, but no, I, I agree. I think Ground Zero is unfortunately is this like flag waving in the wind that's like Peace Walker Halcyon days are gone. Yep. And yep. it's like, no, exactly my that. family. <laughs> <laughs> but Isaac, continue. I'm sorry. I didn't Man. mean to cut you off. You guys, I, I, <laughs> you didn't cut me off at all. I don't think I'm getting emotional. I haven't started Ground Zeroes yet, so I'm preparing for that mentally. Uh, let's see. Emotional, emotional. <laughs> what? Isaac's actually uh, a replicant. He can't feel. What is Isaac? So, I mean, and truth be Give told, this me is, emotion. Well, this is interesting because, like, Isaac, the entirety. So, I found out the other day that the first episode that we ever aired of this show, I believe, was November of 2016 mm-hmm. or something, which is crazy. That means the show's Good been on for two well. years. Yeah. Um, Isaac, in two years, you've gone from never having played a single Metal Gear 
to having played like nearly all of them. That's true. So, like, were there any standout moments that you were just like, "Oh fuck!" Like this is this is big, or have uh, you have you just sort of nah. felt like, "Ah, oh, these are video <laughs> games." <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I think what Sam said, uh, and this is probably everybody's cop out answer, but <laughs> wow, um, way to throw Sam under the bus. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, jeez. <laughs> Wow, some true fan I am. <laughs> this is more jab at me. for days. <laughs> this is on me for not being able to come up with a better response, I feel like. But probably in MGS3 when um, the whole build-up between you and uh, Big Boss is just... Um, or the boss... And then when at the end, the, the last, the last uh, scene when you're in the fields, um, and then you have to like f- literally pull the trigger on and and shoot her while she's laying there. Just kind of when it happened for the first time, it kind of made me like really feel something. <laughs> I don't know what, <laughs> but it just made me emotionally charged at that moment, which. Video games usually don't have that big of an impact on me, but I feel like that one um, really kind of pushed me over mm-hmm. when it happened. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could you could call that a cop out answer, but I think it's a good answer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah. I think to to give that the kindest reading, I think it just means that that scene was so powerful that yeah. everybody cites it. Right, as, like mm-hmm. the big. It's a powerful scene. I, yeah, I feel like in a weird way, it's almost like Kojima hit like his emotional peak with that game, and ever since then has been just like kind of like chasing that dragon, pointing back at it, saying, "Hey, yeah. remember that time I did that thing? <laughs> yeah, remember that time I made you feel really deep?" And things? it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I will say along those lines, um, along the sort of general video game emotional em- empathy lines that that Isaac just mentioned, um, I was listening to a uh, oh, excuse me, I was reading a Twitter feed today, and I can't remember who it was, but they were just talking about um, just in general how social media tends to respond to bad news involving games journalism. Yeah. It's always like they're either very empathic and like very sensitive or they're very, very fucking like, how dare you have feelings go to hell and die. Right. And he Mm -hmm. said that if he had all the time in the world, he would write a book about how there are two types of people who love video games. There are those that are extremely, uh, they're e- it's easy for them to empathize with the pixels on the screen. Yeah. And they have to be in order to, like, feel emotion looking at pixels on a screen. Right. Mm. Um, and then there are those that are just trying to escape their shitty reality, and they want to take that frustration out on other people. Yep. Mm. Um, and I thought that was extremely compelling. And I think that um, it's super cool that, like, all of the fans who listen to this show seem to be sort of in that in that former camp where they're, like... Yeah. They get it. kind people yeah. who like are very kind to each other. So thank you for listening and being it's kind good community. People. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's small, but like y'all got good fans. Thanks, Metal Gear hey, Metalhead. Hey James, what? They're your fans now. Uh, <laughs> every fan the light um, touches is yours. <laughs> <laughs> but what about that shadowy place? Oh, that's the survive episode. We don't go there. <laughs> Those are Cameron fans. <laughs> no, oh no shade. We don't talk about Cameron. Yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna have to censor this episode. I pull off a mask. Oh. I am Cameron. Oh, oh no, it's, this whole time it's the end. Of, never mind. Um, um, <laughs> oh no, 
all right. Well, cool. Um, um, can I throw out one uh, one one quick thing too? Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, I think the I think um, the end of like the tail end of four, where just big oh, boss yeah. is back. Oh yeah. Um, what a what a, just like a very long cut scene, <laughs> but um, I think like that moment where you realize is like okay, there's they they've waited until the end of this these credits to show there's a voice actor for Big Boss, but is it why and archival footage? What's going? And then you see him, and it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, actually so I described the end of Metal Gear Solid Four to James. I'm super fucking excited, and uh, I was just like, dude, like truth be told, like. The first time I beat MGS4 and I realized that, like, the whole game is essentially just Big Boss versus Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, boiling the entire plot of all of the games down to two friends having a disagreement, like, legitimately, like, made me very sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's wild that this entire game series is just, like, two friends having a falling out. As Alessio was telling me that, I was like, wow, what a glimpse into our future. Oh, very no. excited. Oh, no. no. Well, which one of you is Zero? Which one of you is Big Boss? Good question. We'll let history decide. Yeah. <laughs> um, great yeah so um before we do the this 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 2.0 sign off thingamajig uh before we cut into the actual sign off uh <laughs> whether or not we thank these people on the original recording i'm just gonna have to find out in editing sorry guys uh we just want to thank our patrons real quick um, so I will start from the top, and if you guys want to round robin this sucker, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle Schulke, thank you, sir. Nice. Mm-hmm. We got Sam Whitaker. Whoa, oh, Sam! Yeah. Okay. Oh man, I'm on Duncan duty. We got Cole <laughs> Duncan, sweet baby boy. We got a Devin Reed. Woo! We a have a bird Devin man, Reed. Birdman, <laughs> Matt <laughs> Smith, Smith, Smith. <laughs> we, we got we got Jack Keating, baby. Joshua. Wiley! <laughs> Was that a Smash Bros. character? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, Jamie Christopher. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now we got one more. We got Matt. Matt Leninovic. Leninovic. Yeah. Leninovic. And a lot of I, people. A lot of people we heard from on this episode. A lot of people we heard from. Yeah, I just wanted Thanks, to give a, a quick shout out. Extra shout out, which I think we actually gave to in the original episode, which we'll you'll find out if it's doubled up here in a second. Uh, to our good boy Dave Lydon, Lydens, David. Lydon, yeah, Lydon's. yeah, we te- we definitely we did that Lydon. exact thing. Uh, because uh, I just want to put this out there. He so he is no longer a patron of ours. Oh. No, but it's because Dave's starting a family. You what? Guys. Yeah, and, awesome. And, like buying a house and stuff. Hell so, yeah, like, yeah, Dave. Yeah, so I just wanted to say thanks for listening. He's gonna keep writing into the show. He's gonna keep listening. But That's he, great. He yeah, it's not he like he's gonna stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, expanding that Lydon 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 family. Yeah, and we love it. Yeah, the, it's we're gonna have a little Lydon, <laughs> little future little little Lydon Lydon Lydon. Oh man! Yeah. So thank thank you for sharing that with us and not just pulling the plug and not telling us why. So I really appreciate so it. So awesome. so just just for the record, Sam Alessio, um, Isaac, and James are all free mm-hmm. as names. Mm-hmm. Um, this is true. If you want to, you can just do all four. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, if your name is Alessio and you listen to this show, can you just please write in and just say, hey, and that's it? Because I just want to know that there are more of me out there. <laughs> more of me out there. Apparently there are a lot of me in New Zealand and Australia. Wow. So, and the only, oh. the only other Alessio that I know is in Australia. So uh, oh. please tell me, you, Australia. And the only Alessio in video games is in Final Fantasy Fifteen. That's Ooh. true. That's absolutely true. 
Well, very cool. All right, so now back to the regularly reg- regularly scheduled programming. Oh, uh, Spotify. <laughs> just tell your friends. That's I just want to say that. So if you don't want to give us money, just tell your friends to listen to us. Mm-hmm. Tell them. Just tell them. Just run. Tell that. Run. All right. Get, skirt, skirt. Uh, as we mentioned uh, on last week's episode, coming up is Metal Gear goes to the movies. We're going to be watching Terminator, Blade Runner, the original Gojira, and. Uh, Escape from New York and talking about how movies influence Kojima and what things from these movies end up in all of his fucking games. Um, mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to be doing Spooky Month. We're going to be playing some Silent Hills, some PTs, talking about scary Metal Gear stuff. Um, and yeah, if you want any of these episodes early, um, if you want to listen to our patron-only show, consider backing us at at least $2 on patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. Um, and you can also support us by going to bit.ly slash MGM store. Is that right, Sam? Uh, yeah, bit.ly slash MGM store. I want to dwell on this for a second. I have a, I have a bone to pick. Okay. So first of all, a couple episodes ago, we shouted out people who have bought stuff on the store, who have posted their stuff. Um, if you go to bit.ly slash MGM store, we've got shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got uh, mugs, we've got stickers, we've even got pillow, a pillow that has the, it's just a box on <laughs> just it. Just a single pillow. That. And literally everything is, I, I, when I, when I priced everything out, um, I made everything as cheap as I could possibly make it while still making money. So uh, we're passing the savings on to you, but I want to talk in particular about one very special piece of, uh, uh merchandise. Uh, it means a lot to me. Um, there, we received a request when we originally posted on the Facebook page that we had a merch store from one Joshua Wiley. Um, who said... We're just that naming names, to, baby. Pointing fingers. I'm naming names. Joshua Wiley um, said that there needs to be an old Sam sticker based on a joke that I made on the last episode that we had before our hiatus um, and who has only appeared as a character on our show one and a half times. Um, but I'm a man of the people. And I made, um, I made this, uh, thing and I made it into a sticker and a mug and then I posted it and then Joshua Wiley responded, OMG, or Irma Gerd, old Sam merchandise. And I was very happy that he was happy and as I, as I aimed to please. I can see the analytics on these motherfuckers. Not one of those, uh, old Sam things have sold. And I wouldn't have been upset about that if it had been something that I originally intended to put in the store. <laughs> but Josh, you gotta buy a sticker, my dude. <laughs> Yikes! Blood. It's three bucks. Buy a sticker. Come on, bruh. But yeah, cool. Uh, um, or don't. It's totally up to you. Well, no, like, I, like literally, I don't actually give a shit. But like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Um. And honestly, too, if you guys don't have any money and you don't want to buy T-shirts, because yeah. God knows I've got like a hundred of them, or if you don't want to yeah. support us on Patreon, uh, f- just consider writing us a nice iTunes review or sharing us with a friend. Um, it should be way easier to share soon. Um, I swear mm-hmm. it will soon happen that we're going to get the show up on Spotify, and uh, apparently we're not showing up on Google Play. Um, what? So, uh, which is nuts to yeah. me. So, hopefully, converting over to uh, uh, Buzzsprout will enable us to be on every possible fucking platform all easily. Um, mm-hmm. And so we'll keep you guys posted whenever that migration happens, but nothing should change on anyone else's end. It will use the exact same RSS link that it has been using. Um, but 
we're getting into doing some really cool shit. I'm really excited for literally all of the future episodes of this show. So we're going to make sure that we get uh, the episodes taken care of properly and on the feeds of your choice. So anyway, where can people find people online? James Wrightmuth. Uh, Twitter, James Wrightmuth. Uh, JamesWrightmuth.com. James Wrightmuth everything. Find me, talk to me, don't talk to me, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Sam is Sanjul, S-A-N-J-U-U-L on Twitter. Um, and yeah, I tweet funny things there. So follow me on that. And I love you. Uh, you can find me at AC Summerfield on Twitter, uh, anywhere. Just AC Summerfield, look it up. And uh, you can go to acsummerfield.com to check out some other stuff. Check it out. Uh, Isaac Lim, that's my name, um, <laughs> doesn't have a twit. I don't tweet funny stuff, just so you know. Yeah, or you don't tweet at all. That is true, too. Should Maybe I tweet? Day. Man. Uh, Yay. Try to. Sometime. Okay. When you get a chance. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> if you don't mind. What was that? I'm confused. What's happening? No, I just said try to if you can, oh, if you don't yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, It's not a bother. <laughs> Sir. Sorry to bother you guys. Um, Sir? Whoa, uh, guys, just, uh, that, that reminded me. Go see the movie Sorry to Bother You. It's yeah, fucking I, awesome. I, yeah, I need to go see it. I, I'm planning it's on it. It's so good. Um, but yeah, cool. Thank you, guys. Uh, I'm sure that I will be posting like a madman about an Indiegogo for a short film project soon. So please keep your eyes peeled for that. Much love, one love, snake love, dog bless, box stuff, boxes, is box, (laughs) box, boxing, boxing, Mike, box, 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 just a box, just a box.